This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. Uh, today on Cravings on Joy 94.9, we are taking you to the races. We will speak very shortly with Steve from the rooftop at QT, who's, uh, well, all in bed with Mum Champagne. So um, we've got a lot going on. We'll be back to you very shortly. Indeed, one minute past one, no news today because my love has gone away. I think that's actually a song about milk, but we'll go with um, we'll go with news. Tad Lombardo is back after last week's minor technical issues. He's yeah. in the studio. He couldn't be away. He's <laughs> even wearing a chef's jacket. I Dad, am. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Good. How did your day start? Started making chocolate, as it always mm. does. And um, yeah, it's been um, busy. People buying their pre, uh, pre-race pre food and things like that do people eat races uh, their chocolate for the races oh they bring it for something afterwards are no? you making yeah. chocolate horses no i didn't no no horses just the normal thing but we've also got some halloween chocolate yeah well happening. it's that time of the yeah. year as well and uh, we need to say hello to linda very shortly we're going to yes. play a little something for linda because we know she's listening in new providence in new jersey that's right but before we do that i actually spent my morning this morning on the rooftop of the qt hotel how was that um, yeah, look, I, I struggled. It was okay. Um, <laughs> somebody who runs that little space is Steve. He's actually out at Flemington. So today we're, we're, we're spending our time talking about the races. Steve's at Flemington, and he's going to give us a bit of feel of what's going on and whether anybody – I did a very sex, successful – I'm struggling on Oops. my words – successful <laughs> sabrage this morning where I took the top off a bottle of mum very simply. Um, Steve's out at the races. Steve, hello. How are you this morning? Uh, it's this afternoon. It's one o'clock already, mate. You're, <laughs> are you a tad behind us? A little bit. <laughs> Let's pretend we're talking to Queensland. Hey, what's going on out at the track? Oh, look, it's uh, absolutely vibrant out here. I'm in the Bose marquee here at the moment, and uh, we're on race three, and uh, very fun. Oh, race three already, and I haven't yet put on a bet. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely going off out here at the Birdcage, and... Uh, the, the whole racetrack has a great vibe about it. Every great sunny day, 
What is it about the races that appeals to, to you guys? And obviously, QT is a, is a new addition to Melbourne's hospitality scene. What is it about the races that makes you want to work um, and get involved? Is it because it's, it's all about champagne and glamorous people, or is it um, the, the food element that fits in? How does it fit in with you guys? Look, it's a number of things. QT as a brand is very much uh, revolves around the creative industries of fashion, art, design, food and beverage. Uh, travel and uh, the, the races really fit perfectly with that in the terms of that they really align with fashion beautifully, food, champagne, etc. So this morning's breakfast, Derby Day breakfast on the rooftop at QC was an epitome of that where we had beautiful food that was uh, produced by our wonderful chef Paul Ethan uh, and from Pascal Bar and Grill and Mum Champagne we had the Sabrage where we had the... the uh, I was the first to do the Sabrage this morning and very successfully I still have the top in my pocket. <laughs> and you've got to keep it, it's apparently very good luck to keep it uh, forever. Right, forever. 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 <laughs> I have a champagne cork in my pocket forever. Um, you, you talked about uh, the, the, the sort of connection with food and, and all of that with the races. Um, it's become very much a, a style thing rather than, you know, 20 years ago we would have thought about who's going to win uh, the derby or any one of a number of races that are happening at Flemington today. But it's, it seems to become more about lifestyle and being seen and being involved. Why do you think that's changed? I think it's the same as what the QT philosophy is about bringing an experience to life for people and people want to experience more than just one thing. And for a QT, it's all about the food, the art, the design and, and bringing that experiential level to a hotel. Um, likewise with the races, same thing with food and, and uh, fashion and the, the races in general and that, that whole experience that people like to enjoy rather than just one facet of the, uh, of the races. Um, Steve, just a quick question for you. Over the, the course of the week, um, how many people will you be catering for out of the races? Uh, at QT, uh, overnight we'll do up to 200 covers in the restaurant. So uh, look, over over the period of the, the race, spring carnival, we'll probably do you know 10,000 plus people through the hotel. Wow, that's amazing. Um, if we think about uh, those that don't know um, the QT brand, and this this may all be, almost be a, a, for the the program that follow us, uh, the Escape Pod, which is a travel program, give us a bit of a a, a pricey on the, the the QT brand as such. So QT was born in 2010 on the Gold Coast, uh, where we've got QT Gold Coast, and we uh, introduced QT Port Douglas, QT Sydney, QT Canberra, QT Falls Creek, QT Bondi. Um, now we've got QT Melbourne, and plus we're about to get uh, our first international properties in New Zealand with Wellington and Queenstown coming on board in early 2017. And uh, as a brand, we're very much an experiential hotel, boutique designer, experiential that brings uh, a real food and beverage element to uh, to life within the hotel. So it's not just about... Uh, putting your head on a pillow and it's about actually having fun and enjoying your time within the hotel, both the guests and local work. So we're very much engaged with the local creative industries in each of the cities that our uh, hotels and resorts are based in. Uh, Steve is our guest. He heads up the 
I, I guess the the rooftop space at the QT Hotel, which is in just around the corner from Joy here, we can almost see it from our office in in Russell Street. We are your phone's getting a bit ropey there, Steve. I'm not sure if it's uh, if it's you or us. So either stand still, or we'll um, we'll catch up with you another time. Um, a, a, a star-studded uh, cast there this morning on your rooftop. If dare I say it, um, I caught up with Curtis Stone and, and, and Lisa Wilkinson was there from Channel 9, a bunch of other people. Um, how important is having those faces that are associated with races, associated with your brand? Uh, look, again, like those people are not necessarily just associated with the races, but they're associated with the fashion, the entertainment, the food. Um, so they fit in really nicely with what our brand stands for across those creative industries. And those people are really important and uh, they fit in with with the ethos of what QT stands for. Are you there all week, try the veal sort of people? Absolutely. <laughs> so um, if if anybody's out and they, they happen to be heading to the birdcage, they've uh, decked themselves up in their finery looking for some good terps and tucker, um, they will find you at the birdcage, no doubt. Absolutely. Excellent. Um, mate, congratulations on a, a great breakfast this morning and, and on the launch of QT. It's a, a wonderful addition and, and very much a Melbourne addition to the way that we want to live. Thank you very much. We're, Good to we're talk to you, Steve. To be in Melbourne. Excellent. Uh, the website for QT, if people want to know a little more? QTHotelsAndResorts.com.au. And I should say, also say, for all those uh, aspiring cooks and chefs out there, we've got an amazing knife store as well. There's also some really good Korean food. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've got hot sauce in the laneway as well, which is a beautiful Japanese Korean street food bar as well. Excellent. Steve, thanks for talking to us. Enjoy the races, mate. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Have good a on day. you. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, that phone was getting a little ropey and doing my head in. Um, <laughs> But look, you know they've they've got a really good brand, and and you know, like I said, it's probably good for the escape pod. But QT's a they have a beautiful pastry shop on the ground floor, yep. just around there in Russell Street. The Korean food is awesome. It sounds pretty incredible. I haven't been down there yet, but and those um, knives, you know, yeah. Kanto knives, they are amazing, beautiful. Hey, um, I've had an email already that has come in from. Uh, not from uh, New Providence, New Jersey this week. <laughs> it's actually come in from a place called Gillette, New Jersey. Where is Gillette? Uh, it's about 15 minutes away from New Providence. Is it New closer Jersey. to Hoboken? Because you know I'm obsessed no, with Hoboken. It's a bit further away, so it's a bit more in okay. the hills. Um, so Linda says she's listening from Gillette. Um, Matt and Sam wanted to listen, but they fell asleep. Oh, my nephews. Who are Matt and Sam? My two nephews. Excellent. Two of my nephews, I should say. Uh, but uh, Linda is awake. And because Linda is awake, Linda, we've got a little treat for you. Um, I understand that you're having a celebration this week. So because you're listening all the way from New Jersey, this is for you. Ted, is there something you want to say to Linda? I do. I want to say happy birthday. It's a, a few hours early for you, but um, I'll ring you tomorrow 
my time. So when, when Linda's birthday is the 30th of October the 29th. or the 29th? So 29th. it's the 29th here. Yeah. And it has been, well, uh, now for about... Uh, well, it's 15 hours, hours behind. Ah, oh, okay. So yeah. in two hours' time, Linda, it's happy birthday to you. Um, we do hope you have a lovely day. And it's nice that yes. you're listening all the way over there. You, of course, can interact with the program as well. 0427-JOY949. Should you wish to send us a text message, you can email onair at joy.org.au. You can phone one three hundred joy 949 or you can tweet to CravingsJoy949 as well. Any way that you want to get in touch with us, we are here to have the conversation with you. Today we've sort of got a bit of a mixed bag. Most people are having a bit of an extended long weekend. I yes. don't know. Don't imagine you are. Uh, well, no. After tomorrow I will be. I've got a week off. So. Oh, that's a week off? A week, yeah. You should go to the doctor if you've got a week off. I'm um, on it. <laughs> yes. Uh, a, a week off is, is almost unprecedented. What are you going to do? It is. Well, the, the market's closed on Tuesday, so... Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, a gazetted public holiday. Yep. And um, the other days, I'm, I've just decided to take off ahead of the Christmas rush, so to yeah. allow me to catch my breath a bit. And well, because you will go ballistic with the I Christmas will, rush. Definitely. Yep. Mm. So, um, but I have no plans other than rest doing and relaxation. Yeah. You know, read a book, listen to a new a album that you exactly. find on something. Yep. It's twelve minutes past one. You are on cravings on Joy ninety four point nine. Very shortly, we are going to talk cheese. Uh, and we will continue the races discussion with our good buddy, Alison Frames, who is a, a, a good mate of Tad's and my own. Yep. Um, she's the food editor of the Weekly Review. She's going to be swanning about the birdcage as well. Um, so much to get to and not a lot of time. You're on Cravings here on Joy 94.9. Bonjour, I am Gabriel Gatte. You are listening to Cravings with Peter Dillon on Australia's only gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. Yes, you are. It is indeed 14 and a half minutes past one. Linda has sent a message from Gillette, New Jersey, saying thank you so much for my birthday wishes. That was so nice, Linda. It's a pleasure. And your son will ring you tomorrow to wish you he a very will. formal happy birthday. <laughs> Um, uh, tomorrow is it tomorrow? Monday, Monday. So whilst Monday. we're in the middle of this long weekend craziness yep. that goes until I believe Wednesday, um, it's Halloween. It is Halloween. Halloween in, for America is much bigger than Halloween. For it us is, here. and it's interesting. When I first moved to Australia uh, twenty years ago, yes. you very rarely heard anything about Halloween. No, it's everywhere. Super it's everywhere, it. yeah, and I, I'm happy about that because I think it's something a bit of fun. And so you know different. what I've done for kids that come to do trick or treat? Tell me you didn't bring I've an apple. No, no, I've got okay. a whole lot of little um, mini bottles of gin, <laughs> or I have Brussels sprouts that I have poached and dipped in chocolate. Perfect. So they think they're having a chocolate, and when they bite into it, it's a Brussels sprout, which is disgusting. Um, uh, my uncle was a dentist, yes. and he used to give tooth paste and toothbrushes to the kids yeah good for him see i think that's clever uh somebody who i know is wearing makeup today at the pran market um is part of a cheese festival with you tad um, happening from the 10th of november right here in melbourne in carlton his name is anthony femia and his raclette um and the way that he plays with it actually gets me very (laughs) excited in ways that i cannot describe on the wireless anthony good afternoon Good afternoon. <laughs> hey, Anthony. I saw uh, you with a, I believe, blue raclette that was warm, that you were sort of shaving over some prosciutto in a little video last week. I cannot use on air the, the words that I expressed my pleasure with, but needless to say, it, it was a little... It was very sensual. It was a little blue. Mm. How are you doing? Very well, very well. Um, Fantastic day today. So, Cheese Festival last week, and Tad, you're obviously part of this as well. Um, 26,000 people through the Pran Market for Cheese Festival? Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. 
Yeah. It was a good day. I mean, the weather wasn't perfect, but um, still, people no. came out for it, and that was the important well, thing. Well, isn't it a good day to be exactly. in the pram market when the weather is a little bit shit? It is. Well, that's it. You, you feel less guilty when you're eating cheese in colder weather. That's true. There is no guilt associated with eating cheese at all, ever. <laughs> End of story. The other day, I was uh, in the in the market, and I was starving, and... Um, I had to go get one of the, the toasted cheese sandwiches. The world's sandwiches. best grilled cheese well, sandwiches. Well, they are, and yeah. I had two of them, and I ate them myself. So. <laughs> hey, um, Anthony, tell me about the makeup you're wearing today. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we thought we'd do a zombie thing mm. uh, today with one of us dressing up as Michael Jackson. Um, but he, he got stage fright and decided to come normally. So we have a few zombies and no Michael Jackson. So when Thriller came on the loudspeaker, um, yeah. We were supposed to do a little dance in the aisle, but it didn't happen. So, so, so I think it was a little... cheese and Halloween, apart from people's choice of costumes and, and behaviour, because it, <laughs> it is kind of a cheesy holiday. Um, exactly. How does cheese sit with Halloween? Uh, I guess in the, the parties, the celebration. So things like triple cream brie, um, Comte, the Alpine Gruyere in France, things like that. Um, everyone's going to be celebrating. <laughs> Celebrating uh, or celebrating, did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Bit of both. So Bit of both. one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today was because Tuesday we've, um, you know, most of us have been invited to somebody's house or uh, to a party or to an event um, because, I don't know, for two miles there's there's horses running around. It takes about four minutes or less. But we take a public holiday and, and we get invited to parties. So if we were to go and try and put together... Let's let's imagine we're going to be civilized and take a cheese board to a, a Melbourne mm-hmm. Cup event. What are we going to put on it? What are we taking? What are the what are the sort of key things that you must think about when you're constructing a cheese board? Yeah, if you want to first think about what style of wine you're going to be serving. So for most of let's us, assume it's champagne, be, definitely. So champagne or even Moscato or sparkling rosé. You want to go the rich buttery. Uh, you want something that's going to be cleansed from the palate by the the bubbles. So things like, I guess, from much Daffanwire that everybody knows, mm. uh, that, uh, rich brie with a little smiley cow. Um, and you've got the Delice de Bourgogne, which is another famous triple cream brie from France. Um, and then one that we serve is Jean Gron. Uh, it's a little bit more of a farmhouse style. Uh, but all three of those just have that typical rich, buttery texture and that sort of soft, soft, velvety flavour. Um, it's just a hint of sweetness at the front of the tongue. And then it's just richness all the way through. And then you're looking at things like strawberries coming out of Queensland or those really large blueberries. Uh, that would be the ultimate pairing. Uh, you want to kind of avoid quince paste because it becomes almost like a, a cream and jam sandwich when you put those two together. Oh, I was going to ask about uh-huh. quince paste. No, quince is more for the spicier cheese with things like manchego, things that have that sort of acid and, and bitterness uh, that sort of tickles the tongue. You so corner like imagining a blue chair, like a good rock four or, yeah, or something of that nature definitely. with a bit of quince paste. Definitely. What are, if you're looking at a hut, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, what are the, what are the mistakes we make? Because that's a mistake that I make a lot by putting out Ooh. soft or, or delicate cheese with with a quince or a cabernet paste. Mm-hmm. The other mistake we always make is we pair blues with the big rich red, the things that are high in tannin, uh, whether it's a cab salve or a shiraz. And what happens there is the spice of the blue vein together with the tannin creates a metallic flavour on the mouth, which is very unwanted. So with blue cheese, you want to contrast. You want something really sweet and delicious. So 
if it's a dense blue, you're looking at fortified wine, uh, things like port, um, so kale, musket, especially from the Rutherglen. Or if it's a softer, sort of velvety texture in the blue, you're looking at Sauternes-based style, so um, Botrytis, uh, Sauternes, of course, um, a Noble One from the Borderly, Heggy uh, in South Australia. And the best is, like, you bring out your inner child, you put a little bit of blue on the mouth, and then you wash it down with a dessert wine. And I can tell you, it's one of the best sensory experiences of my life, is having, having that it, spice it, of the blue. Let, let's call it an intellectual orgasm, or an orgasm of the time. Yeah, mm. yeah, oh, oh, yeah, sensory, <laughs> sensory delight. Um, Anthony yeah. Femia is my guest. He is, of course, maker at Manga at the Pran Market. Um, you can visit him any day of the week. But it, the, what days is the Pran Market open, Ted? Every day except Monday uh, and Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, and not open Tuesday this week because the horses, right? That's right. Um, exactly. So um, you do these reclet. What is it about the reclet sandwiches you make? Let's talk to people about what it is that yeah. you do. So once again, it's the, the sensory device that so we first trigger your memory. Uh, everyone had an amazing cheese toasty when they were a kid, or an amazing experience, whether it was a hangover as well as teenagers. Uh, so when you first see the reclet, you see one of that grilled cheese that triggers a memory point, and then the smell. And aroma is about 40% of our flavour um, uh, receptors. So you've got those two covered. And then you hear you hear the, the cheese bubbling away under the raclette. And then you watch it, the sensory delight of watching something being that little cheese waterfall. So we tilt the half cheese up and then scrape it over the kifla potatoes and shiitake. And then when you taste it, um, that shiitake just coats the mouth with umami. And then the cheese coats the middle of your tongue with fat. And then a little bit of paprika gives you a hint of savoury. So it covers all the sensory characteristics from sight right through to memory through to flavour. And then the sandwiches, they're very crunchy uh, with that sourdough bread once it's toasted. And with the extra cheese in the middle, it's really stringy. So we all bring out just experiences of kids and um, try and get the stringiest cheese possible uh, when you have melted cheese. So. I I, I don't imagine I'm the only person that has to step away and have a moment by myself after that description. (laughs) My my mouth is watering talking. So is mine, and I'm going to have to go to the Pran Market for cheese. Or you could put one in a Sherpa, courier one in for us. Yeah, Yeah, I could do an Uber, Uber delivery. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's like Uber Eats without the $5 slug you charge. It is interesting, though, because it's whether you're talking about cheese, chocolate, wine, it's about using... All your senses when mm. you're when you're eating exactly, it, and it's enjoying it. It's not just you know chewing it, swallowing it. You know you're enjoying everything, each part of the process. Yeah. You know? Well, pe- people think yeah. wine is just about what what you have in your mouth, right. but it's the nose and and the interaction between the nose and the mouth. But just right. the color. You look at wine, and if it's if it's got beautiful clarity and the color of the wine, it That's entices right. you first. Whether it's a really bright yellow. Um, um, Semillon from the Hunter yeah. Valley, or whether it's a deep, rich Cabernet or an almost inky black Saparavi. I mean, there's, there's, yeah. it, it's got to entice you with color. That's right, and then it's the combination exactly. of the mm. wine and the food, or vice versa, mm. that you're eating with it. It's like an angel vomiting down your throat in the most appropriate way. <laughs> That's right, Anthony. Um, you, you and Tad both involved in a cheese festival called Bon Fromage, and if I look outside yeah. this studio, I can actually see a poster on the wall here at Joy. Talking about Bon Fromage, it is a 10-day celebration of European cheeses um, happening in Carlton from the 10th of November. What can people expect from uh, Maker and Munger? Yeah, we're going to do a uh, fondue grilled cheese sandwich using uh, Marcel Petit Comte, uh, so France's most popular cheese. Uh, it's amazing, Gruyere. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to recreate the fondue experience, but in Toasty, and we'll also be doing our raclette. If I can get blue raclette in in time, we'll be doing that. If not, wow. and I will be, be the there trip. every day if you're doing blue raclette. <laughs> I will be actually hosting some of the. Uh, I need to confess, I'll be hosting some of the masterclasses for the festival, yeah. but. Um, yeah, I'll be excited if you've got blue raclette because you need to be pushing me away with a stick. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's fingers crossed customs clears them uh, when they arrive next week. And if so, they're definitely going to be on the menu. So. And, Tad, what are you going to do at uh, Bon Fromage? Yeah, we're going to be doing, obviously, some demonstrations and, and how to, to talk about how to actually taste chocolate and mm. that will flow onto cheese as well properly. Because chocolate and cheese together is not the first thing that springs to mind. We think no. bread, we think crackers, we think... Yep. Queen Space, my big mistake, or we think wine. But it does work. Um, and combinations that you never would think would work actually yeah. do. Um, yeah. You know, Parmesan and dark cheese works really well. Um, blue cheese and chocolate. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's blue cheese, I mean, if you go by the rules, um, it's blue cheese and milk chocolate. Um, but uh, I actually find dark, che- uh, dark chocolate and blue cheese works And was well. there a particular cake yeah. that Anthony might remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh, blue cheese uh, and chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, that, there was. That yeah. Still, people still talk about that. That was our first birthday cake that Tad made. It was a Rockport and single origin dark chocolate ganache. Yeah, and that oh, was. It worked really well. For that. Yeah. I might just leave the yeah. two of you for the next 20 minutes. I don't need to go and have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> reminiscing. Yes. Oh, we um, need that again. Yeah. <laughs> so, masterclasses, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday from the 11th, 12th, and 13th of November, and again on the 19th and 20th of November. At the back of King and Godfrey off Faraday Street um, and corner of Ligon and Faraday Street in Carlton. Anthony will be there. Tad will be there. Um, what yep. is it? This is the third cheese festival we've talked about in as many weeks. It's amazing, isn't it? It's um, incredible. It is. Yeah. And I think it, I mean, Melbournians love a festival. There's no doubt about that. But um, I think cheese is, is, is something that, I don't know. I don't know anybody that actually doesn't like cheese. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Oh, they're vegan. Well, well no, that's right. See, I don't. I'm, I've made the confession on this show before, and probably quite foolishly, with Tad in the studio, Anthony. I'm not a really big fan of chocolate. I'm going to convert Ooh. you. I have converted people before. Ooh. I do Ooh. like a little, a little sliver of like eighty percent dark, yeah. like bitter chocolate, but I can't get into chocolate. Chocolate as a as a thing. Well, I've got um for the 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 um the festival i've actually got my chocolate supplier sponsoring me for the chocolate yeah and um they're getting a, a brand new one in 85 percent. so you'll have to try that one. oh see i'll be on that because it will be yeah. bitter right yeah it's like me it's like my heart it's bitterness is it's bitterness <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i'm not well, sweet at all oh, right. indeed and i eat a lot of blue cheese anthony if people want to find you at pran market i want to know more your yeah. website yeah, www.makerandmunga.com.au, and that's and spelt out. And we're located in the Harvest Hall, like Tad, the brand market. Just look for the old French uh, antique food cart and yes. follow your nose, I guess. That's right. Well, follow your nose is the smartest <laughs> suggestion because those, uh, your, your, your grilled raclette um, and your sandwiches are, are pretty much becoming legend in this town uh, already. Uh, How long have you been you. there? Uh, 13 months now. Yeah, see, uh, just over a year, and everybody yeah. knows who you are. Yeah, yeah I'm real. And, he, and, and I do assure you, those of you that are playing at home, he has a gorgeous smile. Go and see this young man. Um, there is not much about cheese that he doesn't know. Um, I think if we were to talk about your qualifications, you're an interla- internationally recognised and awarded uh, cheesemonger. Yeah, I uh, competed in the top 10 uh, World Cheesemonger Championships three, three years ago in the Wild Valley and came fourth. 
uh, unfinished business. I was leading the competition and just messed up one of the categories and finished outside the top top three. So, but it, uh, it does say something about your credentials yeah, and your knowledge of cheese, right? Yes. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. I, don't be humble, but, Anthony. Uh, no, <laughs> the humility oh, doesn't get you anywhere on this program. Um, and are you going to get a chance to, to zip out to Flemington and look at some horses run around a, a, a thing? Uh, no, just going to be barbecuing on, on Tuesday. Uh, just a group group of us here at work. We're going to use it as an excuse to have a staff party, um, and we'll just be doing a, a very big barbecue. And will there be cheese on the barbecue? Oh, uh, yes. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Anthony Femia from Maker, Maker and Munger at the Pram Market. Delightful to talk to you as always. And we'll see you on the 11th of November at the back of uh, King and Godfrey for the Bon Fromage Cheese Festival. Can't wait. Cheers, mate. Wait. Thank you. See you later, Anthony. Thank you very much. Thank and, you. And a little hint, Tad, that we don't put quince paste with no. cheese unless it absolutely needs it. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, you, you see a lot of those things in the, the grocery stores and things like that, and uh, it's what's done. And I've been buying Cabernet paste, which well, means but you know I what? can put that just on toast. Yeah, but, doesn't need but you know what? If you enjoy it with cheese, I, I think, you know, rules are made to be broken in that regard. It's like Bailey's. I enjoy it with Cocoa Pops. It is almost <laughs> half past one. You're right here on Joy 94.9. We'll return very shortly. We're going to be talking sort of – we might we might be back at Flemington. We'll just see if we can get uh, one of our good buddies on the phone until – Joy 94.9 is on air 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. But sometimes you can't always be with us when you want to. Here's the solution. Here's the solution. Listen to your favourite Joy 94.9 show anytime with our Joy podcast service. Our team of over 30 volunteers pick out the best bits from around 60 programs that Joy airs each week. Made available to you for free download. To find a podcast of your favourite Joy show, search for us in the Featured Providers section within the iTunes store. Or find them on the Joy website, joy.org.au. Joy Podcasts. Any show, any show, anytime, joy.org.au. And you are enjoying 94.9. Tad, I just get, got distracted for a minute because That's all right. we're back out of the track. Yes, we're in the birdcage, and we have one of Melbourne's favourite food reviewers with us. Her name is Alice Zaslavsky. She is, of course, Alice in Frames. I think season four of MasterChef, if my memory serves me correct. Hello, darling. Hello, hello, gentlemen. How are you? Good. How are I've you? got your good buddy Tad here. Hi, Alice. I know. I, I could sense him through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell I me what's the chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening at the track? Well, it's all happening at the track. It's actually a marvellous day. So it's 25 degrees and the sun is shining. Um, I'm At the moment, I'm looking out to a mounting yard so I can see actual horses, which oh, is pretty rare. Ripper, but that's good. Um, and, I'm, yeah, and I'm very fortunate to be in the Wolf Black Market at the moment. Um, David Bromley is going to be doing some live painting at 2 p.m. Right. And I'm going to head over to the Lexus Marquis and see what Ben Shuri's up to right at the top. He's got a little... Uh, Your very good stuff. friend had yes. venturi. Yeah. Mm. That should be good. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, I, I think every marquee has really put it out this year. Um, I'm going to head over to Emirates a little bit later. They've got... It's like an Australian theme this year. It's all little shades of mint um, and sort of eucalyptus, I would say, more so. Oh, right. And um, I know. And the food there. Okay, this is what I love. The food. <laughs> the food in the Emirates marquee is inspired by all the different cities of Melbourne, and I'll give you I'll give you a couple of examples. So there's lobster or crayfish. There's, Adelaide. Um, there's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, there's, I thought we were uh, playing a game. <laughs> sausage, sausage in bread. 
Okay, Brisbane. Try and guess. Try and guess. Okay. Um, there's. <laughs> There's a little quail dish. Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne. Yeah. 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 Well done. Well done. And then there's a pav. I wonder who the pav is. The pie or the pav? Uh, it's a, a pavlova. Yeah. Hobart. Hobart, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where's Brisbane in the mix? Is this somebody serving a couple of pots of beer and a, and a <laughs> cheese sandwich? Uh, or a sausage um, roll? So, so in the uh, the general, well, you know what? I don't think people even bring that this year because at Flemington they've got the park, and mm. it's literally like its very own food festival. So people can check out food from Daniel Wilson from Huxaburger. They can get Biggie Smalls kebabs. They've got the canafe, which is my new favourite thing. I think it's like a baked custard oh. with like a breadcrumb caramel on top. Pretty out of control. Wow. Yum. Hey, are you at this swanning swanning about with Curtis Stone? I was swanning with Curtis Stone this morning at the QT Melbourne breakfast on the rooftop. That was pretty cool. I had to wait my turn, though, because you can imagine everybody wanted to get a photograph of Curtis. <laughs> I did. We were very ahead. We were very ahead, and I got, I got my snack. <laughs> Excellent. Alice, tell us about your hat. Yes. Oh, now, this is a, this is almost a dedication to Winx. So, Winx won oh. the Cox Plate last week. Uh, yes. It's uh, won, I think, 14 races in a row and therefore is challenging um, a, a couple of horses, uh, Maccabi Diva being one of them, um, as sort of the, 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 the horse to, to take the mantle of Australia's greatest racehorse. But your hat is dedicated well, to them. It really is. I think so, for me, Winx, this year is very much the diva um, and the diva of the course. And so I have dedicated my hat to it, but because I am such a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race and because my hat is three-dimensional lace, (laughs) it's like a a sort of 3D printed lace by Gil Humphreys from Will and Reed Gill, I have called it Lace Front Week. Oh, lace front wing, slipper to go. So not a lace front wig. And so if if I can describe it, you're wearing this sort of cute little black hat and on top is a, a white... Uh, horse, horse. So that looks like lace. And I have to, yeah, check it out. You can check it out on my Instagram. I'm going to shame this plug it at As Alice you Frame. It's actually, it's actually probably one of my favourite head pieces. I love, I love hunting play with millinery every year. And this year, there are so many interesting things hanging about. And I think technology is really opening the door to some really interesting stuff. So especially with all the 3D printing around. Well, 3D printing. You 3D print your shoes these days. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, look out. I, I think the next step will be virtual reality. Everybody's got to wear a pair of specs and they just see the hip pieces pop up that way. I mean, oh, that's, that, it's a step too day. far for me. It's, seriously. <laughs> There's, I, I remember spending a lot of time with a, a very well-known chef, Ainsley, um, a British mm-hmm. chef out there in the birdcage one year. Apart from drinking copious amounts of booze, we um, we got to talk about all of the things that, that we hate and the, things that are too modern we, we both hate. I'm a bit of a traditionalist. We're just uh-huh. talking to Anthony Femi. Is there any cheese out there? Because we're just talking about cheese sandwiches. Yeah. I'm really hanging for There's, a toasted cheese sarnie. Uh, there is a lot of cheese, but the cheese hasn't come out yet. So the food is staggered. And at the moment, we're at the main course, actually. <laughs> um, main, course. main course. Oh, there you go. There you go. And I think the cheese, because because we're working with the French system, the cheese will come straight after. Um, the derby come. itself. Have, have, yeah. have you got a hot tip for us? Um, absolutely not. My hot tip is stay out of the sun, bring some flat shoes with you. Um, yeah, and, and wear sunscreen. Mm. Wear sunscreen, exactly. Well, I've got a tip for you. So if you're out there at the races, so in race seven, I think, which is the derby, let me have uh-huh. a look. I'm just having a look at my little app at the minute. 
No, 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 no. I've already chosen a horse, <laughs> which I think you will like, Alice. It's called Swear. Sawyer. <laughs> swear, like as in swear, words. like curse. Oh, like curse. Like saying swear. shit or something, swear. Mm. Okay, great. So it's it's number like three swear. in race seven. I'd, I'd go and put a fiver on it if I were you. Okay, I will do that. And um, what are the odds? Oh, it's it's currently paying sixes, but uh, it was out. It was a bit. Uh, it was a bit. Uh, a bit longer earlier in the morning when I got it. The other one, um, I think of, of one of our restaurants, Movida. This one, uh, number five, is called Morvada, which is uh, paying seventeen dollars. So maybe a lazy two each way on that as well. I like it. Well, gambler or not, I think the odds of me having a great time, regardless of putting a punt on, are pretty high. Yeah, well, quite. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling in, guys. Hey, good to talk to you, and we'll um, we'll catch you very soon. Likewise. All the very best. Bye, Alice. That was Alice Zaslavsky. Of course you know her as Alice in Frame. She is the food editor of the Weekly Review um, and, uh, you know, general lady about town. You're on Cravings here on Joy 94.9. Hi, I'm Manny Fellil, and you are with Pete Dillon on Cravings on Joy 94.9. Yes, you are. It's currently 22, I think 23 degrees, we're going to call it, Tad. Yeah. Heading for top of 25, which is very close. We're sitting here on the top of our... um, uh, in Burke Street, uh, top floor of our building. It, it is utterly beautiful. Not outside. a cloud in the sky, and we're in here. Correct, correct. Um, let's talk a little bit about your involvement in the Cheese Festival, first of all. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's um, it's always nice to get out of the uh, the kitchen when you can. And out um, of the market? And out of the market mm. sometimes, yeah. Different, you know, a change of scenery is like a holiday, as they say, you know. Um, but um, I'm looking forward to the... Um, you know the different uh, master classes and and teaching people things about chocolate and how to pair it with cheese and just having a bit of fun with it as well. There's a, there's a lot of things we don't know. There are a lot of things. I, I mean, you know, surprisingly, a lot of people don't even realize that like chocolate is actually you know derived a from a plant, mm. and and you can use it for savory just as much as you can sweet. Um, chocolate has something like 600 flavor compounds associated with it. Um, and wine has something like, I think, 400. Yeah, so it's so, quite an intense experience. Absolutely. I mean, the, the pairings that you can do with chocolate is almost limitless when mm. you look at it that way. I like to um, to get the microplane out and put some shaved chocolate over a, a, you know, a slow-cooked lamb dish yep. or some venison or something. That's where Beautiful. I use chocolate. Yep. I've mm. got a... Actually, I'll bring some in for you. It's a product that um, was brought out a while ago. It's not available anymore, but I've got a, a fair bit of it. And it was developed and, and made to resemble chocolate back in the early days so it's gritty you can actually still see it's the, not carob is it oh no 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 not at all no it's real the real deal but it's about a i think it's about an 80 percent and um you can st- you can see the actual cane sugar granules in it that, that's oh, how wow. so it was way before kind of raw very mm. very much so you have that raw flavor to it and um and you can grate that over different things um for texture and as well as the flavor what else is uh, what else is going on with chocolate lombardo out of the out of the yeah. market but more broadly what what what's on the radar What's on the radar? Uh, well, f- for the foreseeable future, it's getting through the Christmas period. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Which is always nonsense, right? Uh, it's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. So uh, that's why I'm taking a week off next week. The shop will still be open the days the market is, but I won't be there. Just to brace yourself. Yeah. Gird your loins, as they say. <laughs> Gird exactly. your loins. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, beyond that, it's um, it's just trying to innovate and and get the brand out there a bit more um, and and try to to do things that are a little bit different or maybe a little bit off-center. 
How much time do you spend, and, you know, we talk to everybody else about what they do, yep. how much time do you get to to sort of spend researching what's happening um, in Europe or the United States or, or looking at your peers around the world and yeah. looking at the way they're playing with flavor combinations and working out how you can bring that into what um, our ingredients allow us to do in the opposite season? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. When I, when I first started my business, the, one of the first things uh, I was advised to do was to go out there and look at what other people were doing. Um, I, I sort of strayed away from doing that. I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to be, be influenced. Mm. Yeah, mm. and 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 I've stayed true to that. I, I it sounds big to say that you know, big headed to say this, but I'd rather be the one that people try to copy as opposed to the one that's copying. Trend leader, thought leader. Mm. Yeah, and um, you know, obviously products come and, and go, and I do try to uh, play with um, with some you know Australian products and things like that that we have local here that are specific. Um, Is there anything with wattle seed or, or yeah, that sort of thing. and that sort of stuff? Pepperberry, all mm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Pepperberry is amazing. Mm, it mm. is, and even when fajoas are in season, even though not native to Australia, mm. get the New Zealand. Yeah, that's right. But mm. it works, you know. Mm. And um, playing with things like that as they become available, not always having a thought process in place. Okay, mm. I'm going to work with this, 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 and this. It's just when something, you know, being in the brand market, you've got, you know, a plethora of ingredients that and come you have available. Everything that's seasonal. That's as right. It is. Mm. Yeah, and it's good. So, you know, Damien Pike, mushroom man, might oh come my to God, me. And, I love him. Yeah, and he might say, oh, "I've got this ingredient. You know, do you think you can do anything with it?" And it's like, "Oh, let me try." And you have a go sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and that's what's, the, what's the strangest thing you've worked with is is there something well, you've worked with that yes. kind of hasn't worked that you really wanted to work but just was rubbish i didn't want it to work <laughs> it was a situation <laughs> where i i showed up, tried to have to had to make it work it was a festival that we did at the market back was in my artisan cart days mm. and it was the, a garlic festival and right. i can see where this chocolate. is going already yeah and i did it Okay, I didn't try it because I I felt I was a bit under duress at the time mm. to do it. People that loved garlic loved it. See, I love garlic, mm. and that would make me chocolate. But now, here, I'm going on a thing. Mm. Um, I'm imagining a, a New Zealand fermented black garlic Yep. that has a much more restrained flavor. So when I was in New Zealand uh, a couple of months ago, yep. um, I ate a creme brulee. That was done right. with black garlic, so it's a much it's a much less astringent, much softer yeah. um, garlic flavour. But that in a creme brulee was stunning. Yeah, and mm. and I have done things with black garlic, and it has worked well. I think when you're tasting those sorts of things, you have to be in the right in the right mindset for yeah, it as correct. well, mm. um, and be prepared for it, um, and not overthink it at the same time. Just taste it take it for for what it is and and try to enjoy it if you can but i guess you think about some of the stuff that our, our mate ben Shuri does mm. where it's it's sort of kind of out of the box that's right mm. but it, but it becomes something that's like ah oh, well that's that works really well why and why, why haven't we, we done it this is, yeah, yeah exactly that's right mm. but it's those it's those conventions and rules that we have in a lot of areas of, of culinary life that mm. you know and i just think if it if it for me if it works I'm happy to do it, you know, and and if it doesn't, well, then you've learned, you know. I very much follow the uh, the credo that rules were made to be broken. Yep. I'm and there you. are no rules in food, you know. No. As, as, whoever was the, the first person to think, I might get some snails and put them with garlic. Yep. And serve them with brioche. Um, somebody would have thought they were bonkers. Right. Um, the first time that somebody took kale and decided to make chips, yep. I would like to find that person and punch them in the face. But... Um, <laughs> I just don't understand kale chips uh, because chips are not made from 
green vegetables. No. They're made from potatoes. Right. Yeah. That's right. So I think there's there's people sort of constantly going out on a limb to, to try and find that new thing. You know, quinoa was the thing. Right. God, God knows how I hated that and still do. But they're catering to a specific target market as well. You know, people... people well, you know, I think it's it's one of those things where I get a lot of people coming into the shop saying, oh, I only eat dark chocolate, you know, um, and I'm like, well, why? why? What, what, you know, I, I know people have their preferences. For me, you for know, you. I, I only eat yeah. dark chocolate because it's bitter. I don't yep. do a lot of But sweet. you don't eat dark chocolate because it's healthy. Oh, God, no. Right? Don't be ridiculous. But that's what people come don't in thinking. Don't drink wine because it's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey. you know what I'm saying? It's, yes. it's one of those things where you get people that are eating something just because someone somewhere told them it was healthy. And I'm like, well, you do realize dark chocolate still has sugar in it. Yes. So, you but know. But also, do you realize that this makes you a moron? <laughs> Cars. Cooking. Cruises. We have it all. Weekends. On Joy 94.9. We are on the slide home, or if we, we can use some racing parlance that so we've been talking racing all day. We're coming around the final turn, we heading sure into are. the straight. Uh, the escape pod are going to tra- take you travelling, and if you've ever thought of putting your pussy on a plane, <laughs> then today is the day to listen in, because they're talking about travelling with your pet, because apparently they can suffer some anxiety if you don't travel with them, or if you stick them in a kennel or a cattery yeah. or a d- d- pussery or whatever they call them <laughs> so um, melanie's going to talk to uh, mark and andre about uh, traveling with your pets which i think is very interesting should be good you have pets don't you i do i've got do you two travel dogs with them? no we don't i i think um i think it's it's probably a bit more stressful our, our, our animal our dogs are a bit older so i think it'd be a bit stressful for them and you just can't take them up to seminyak in bali can you no no, no you can't no. quarantine um, it's been a very big show. We need to say thank you to Anthony Femia from Maker and Manga at Pran Market. We need to say thank you to the lovely Alice Zaslavsky. Uh, she's out there swanning yes. about the birdcage at the races. And also to Steve from QT Hotels. And I do recommend you go and have a look at the 11th floor. I will. Uh, just around the corner from Joy here, up on the rooftop. It's quite, you can, act, that's it, it's just there, you can see it. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, go and have a look at QT, and of course, if you are going to do any of that, just make sure you do it responsibly. Absolutely, it's all about responsibility. Um, we shall return next week. I, what what we do you think? We have any idea what we're going to talk about next week? Probably too soon to tell. Yeah, it's sort of getting into that middle of uh, November. We need to start yeah. thinking about the stupid season. That's right, and there's mm. plenty to talk about there. Mm, well, that will keep us going until yep. Christmas, I'm sure. But uh, we will, of course, return. We need to say thank you to Peter, who is our podcaster, who every Monday night you can download a podcast. Go to joy.org.au slash cravings. Download podcasts. There are hundreds of them. Um, thanks to Linda for her constant interaction with our Absolutely. program and um we know it's getting very close to birthday time it's yep. uh, probably an hour or two away so happy birthday for your tomorrow our today linda um and enjoy halloween which i'm sure is going to be much bigger for for linda than it is yeah, it would us. be <laughs> um so we'll hand you over to the escape pod mark and andre in the seat today um and we shall return next saturday until yep. then this has been Cravings. We have been Ted Lombardo and Pete Dillon. You are on Australia's favourite gay and lesbian radio station, which is Joy 94.9. You can find us on the interwebs until next week. Have a very pleasant afternoon. It's all yours, Escape Pod. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.